Hey, today I thought of all the different moms that we have within this church and the different stages of life and how, how difficult being a mom can really be. We, we have single moms today who I, I really, I don't know how you do it all, how you keep all those plates spinning and everything juggling like you do. We have moms that have experienced the empty nest or some that are getting ready to experience the empty nest. We have moms that work full time. We have moms that have received a child through adoption. We have moms with teenagers who feel very appreciated one day and then feel like a complete dummy the next day, right? We know what that's like. And then we just have some moms that honestly, they just want to take a nap during the sermon so that they have enough strength to make it through the day with their kids. And if that's you this morning, you go right ahead. I will not be offended. Today is your day, moms, okay? You do what you need to do, okay? But on behalf of this church, I just want to thank you for all that you do. Thank you for loving us and for showing us God's love the way that you do. So earlier this week, I asked Shannon, I was like, what, what kind of sermon should I give for Mother's Day to celebrate moms? And she said a short one. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> I, do not need an, I do not need an applause for that. <laughs> just for that, I'm going to make it five minutes. Y'all just added time. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Let's dive right in then. Proverbs 31. Here's the scripture that I want to use for today. Verses 30 through 31 says this. Charm can be deceiving and beauty fades away, but a woman who honors the Lord, she deserves to be praised. So show her the respect that's due. Praise her in public for what she has done. A woman who honors the Lord deserves to be praised. So, Let's jump into the message notes. You should have all received some message notes this morning, and if you want to fill in some blanks, let's do this together, okay? And what I want to do is I want to show you some things that I've learned about God from my mom, um, and some of the things that I have watched Shannon, and how she has raised our girls, and what she has taught our girls about God. Basically, what I want to do is I want to talk about how moms teach us about God. And chances are, you know these things about God because of what you have learned from your mom. And if you're a mom and you want to have a better relationship with your family, which I'm sure that we all do, then if you do these things, then this will strengthen your relationship. So, what mom taught me about God? Number one, God is love. God is love, okay? Moms, just the way that you instinctively love is so amazing. It just seems, the way you love your kids, the way you love your family, it just comes naturally to you. And here's how you see the love that comes from moms. You see it when a, when a child starts to throw up and you automatically try to grab something to catch it in, right? Or you reach out your hand. Most dads draw back. You go running in. You notice this when you're reading a book to your child and you don't skip a page and you don't skip a paragraph. And you read the whole thing through. That is love each night. You bandage the wounds from the physical boo-boos to the emotional and relational and spiritual wounds. Moms, you are great at showing God's love. And it's that display of love that you give to us that gives us a better example and a better picture of who God is. A better understanding of what God's love looks like. It's because of that compassionate tender, consistent, sacrificial, and selfless love that I, that I have a better picture of what God looks like. In fact, there's a chapter in the Bible, and you know this, it comes from 1 Corinthians 13. It's, it's known as the love chapter, and I thought it would be neat if I took out the word love in a few places and I put the word mom in. 
And if I did that, here's what it would say. It would say, mom is patient and kind. Mom does not demand her own way. Mom is not irritable. Mom keeps no record of being wronged. Mom never gives up. She never loses faith and she's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Okay, now some of this when it comes to parenting might be a little exaggerated. Okay, I'll just point that out, especially with that. Now, in that irritating part, there's a person alive that doesn't get irritated, but I will say this. I think that this is what moms strive for. I think this is what as parents we strive for, right? And I think, again, that looking at mom's love and the way that she loves us is one of the closest things that we have on this earth to knowing what God's love is. Now, now mom's love isn't perfect. No one is outside of Jesus Christ. But that love that mom has, you know, it points us in the direction of our God. And it's a tangible way for us to feel that love and to know that he is loving. There's something else that mom taught me, and I see Shannon teaching our girls. Number two is that God is protective. God is protective of his children. Let me ask you this question. Does anyone else in here have a protective mother? Let me see. Anybody have a protective mother? Yes. Everybody's hand should go up. Like, um, y'all, this is amazing to me, right? I, I have known the sweetest moms, the most caring, sweetest moms in the world. But if you mess with their children, they turn into Chuck Norris on crack. <laughs> Can I say that in church? Is that okay? You know this, right? Shannon always amazes me. She is the sweetest person I know unless you mess with our girls. And I remember one time we had this meeting, and without going into too much detail, this was one of those meetings you don't want to have. And I knew that Shannon was going to be very protective of our girls in this situation. So I arrived to the meeting early because I wanted to get a good seat. I was like, oh, this is... So I brought some popcorn. It's like, it's like a storm watcher, you know, waiting for this tornado to, to just devour this oak tree, right? So it's like, I know it's coming. But that's moms, right? Moms are protective. That's what they do. They're always on the lookout for their kids. They're the ones that encourage their kids to wear bicycle helmets. They're the ones that go to bat for them when, when something isn't right. They're the ones that check in constantly with the kids to make sure that everything's going okay. Do you know, Jesus even refers to a motherly protection, the motherly protection that God provides to us. Look what he says. He puts it this way in Luke 13. He says this. How often I have wanted to gather your children together, even as a hen protects her brood under her wings. This is Jesus wanting to protect us, his children, God protecting us like a mama, placing her chicks under her wings. And we know that protective side of God because we see it in our moms. The third thing I learned from mom, that we all learn from moms, is that, God, is that God is comforting. God is comforting. With the protection that comes from moms, it breeds this environment of comfort. It breeds an environment of compassion. For many of us, we grew up understanding the compassionate side of God because of mom. And th this is proven by the fact that when a kid gets hurt, who do they yell for first? They always yell for, never in the history of the world has a kid ever run into the house and yelled for dad first. Because you know why that doesn't happen? Because you know what you're going to get from dad? You're going to get, shake it off. Right? Just walk it off. And while you're up, can you get me something out of the fridge? <laughs> you laugh because you know it's true, right? But it amazes me. 
It amazes me how moms and how Shannon comforts our girls. You know, we, we could all be sick in the house, including Shannon, and yet she's the one that comforts everyone through it. And this idea of comfort is always very consistent with how the Bible uh, describes our God. It says this in 1 Peter. It says, let him, let God have all your worries and cares, for he is always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you. Focus on the word everything. Okay, let, let him have all your worries and cares. Okay, he is always watching everything that concerns you. He comforts us in this life. So when you reach out in humility, and you admit your need and that you need him, he's there to comfort you. And we know that kind of comfort that comes from God because we see it. We see it exemplified in our moms. Now, what do we do with this information today? Like, what are some next steps for us? How should I respond? Let's focus on that idea of knowing and understanding God's love because we see it in our moms today. Here's what I think God would want you to do, and here's what I think that your mom would want you to do. Number one, down underneath, how should I respond, is to receive God's love. Receive his love. Let me start by talking to everybody who's Christians, okay? Everybody who has already accepted Christ, you're probably thinking to yourself, you've watched these students do that this morning and, and confirm their faith. You, you know, you're probably thinking, check, I've done that. I've already received God's love. I did that when I was like eight years old at a camp. I can thank my mom for that because she made me go, right? I've already done that. It's already off the list. But the reason I want to talk to you first is because this isn't just something that we do once in our life. When we talk about receiving God's love, we don't just, it's not just one and done, this is something we continue to do. But let me illustrate this by talking about at the, at the kid pools. Let's, let's use a mom and her child as an example. When you've been to those pools, you know those, those mushroom things that kind of come up out of the water and the water kind of sprays up over them and around them. And maybe moms, you've held your kids' hands and you hold your breath and you run up underneath them and you got all this water just pouring over you. You know, I want that to kind of illustrate what I mean by receiving God's love. I want you to stand in it. And I want you just to feel his grace and his love shower down on you. H how do you do that? You know how you do that? You connect with them every day. Okay, it's not just something you do once. But it's something that you search for. It's something that you long for. It's something that you make happen each and every day. Day, you take that moment to be with Jesus. And when you do, that love that we know He has for us, we're able to receive more and more and more of it. Now, when it comes to receiving love, let me talk to those that are non Christians this morning. Maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Christ. Maybe you're only here this morning because you, know, you, you want to do something and you want to go to church so mom will be happy, or you're here and you're supporting family that's been confirmed. Today, I don't know if that's you or not, but I just want you to know that God loves you and he wants you to receive his love. And God loves you no matter what. You know, it doesn't matter what our girls do. It doesn't matter what happens at school. It doesn't matter what their friends may say or what others may think about them. When they walk through the door of our home, they can be sure that mama and dad, but today's Mother's Day, that mama is gonna love them. She's going to love them no matter what. And you know, that's how it is with God and his love. In Romans 5, 8, it says that while we were still sinners, 
Even those moments when we hurt his heart and we do what we know we're not supposed to, he loves us anyway. He chooses to show that love to us. Regardless of what we've done or what was said or what's happened, he wants us to receive that love and to be transformed by that love. You know, you're not loved just by going to church. You're not loved because you're kind. You're not loved because you give money to a church. You're not, you're not loved just because you stand up here and get confirmed. No, you are loved because you're a child of God and nothing changes that. He loves you. And he wants you to receive that love from him. So if you already know the love of Christ, receive it daily. Take that time to be with him. If you don't know the love of Christ, come talk to me afterwards. Let's talk about how to receive his love today. And then number two, the other thing we got to do, we got to receive it. The second thing we got to do is we got to reflect God's love. We got to reflect it. We got to give that love away. And you know why we do it? Mamas would want you to do that. Mamas would want you to be a great example. And the reason they want that for you is because that's what God wants for you. You give that love away that God has given you because people are dying for it. In this world that we live in today with all this division and heartache, people need the love of Jesus Christ. And here's the incredible thing about God is that when you give his love away, guess what happens to you? You're blessed because of it. It's it's something that when you give it away, you get more of it. And that's how it works. The more we pour out, the more God pours in. And that's what he wants. It's what he made us to do. You know, you know a lot of people, they, they make Christianity a lot more complex than it needs to be. They make it a lot about do's and don'ts. And if you, if you do a don't, then you're just in big trouble, right? But Jesus, Jesus changes all this. And in John 13, right before he, he leaves his disciples, he gathers them all together and he simplifies things. Look what he says in John 13. He says this, I'm going to give you a new commandment. Here it is. This is what you need to do. I want you to love each other. Just as I've loved you. Jesus is looking at them going, you've received my love. Like, you got my love. You know what my love is. And you're receiving it every day. I want you to love other people with that love. Because when that happens, your love for one another, when you reflect that love, what it's going to do is it's going to show the world that you're my disciples. That you're with me. Jesus really makes it simple. The way you love others will prove your love for me. So reflect that love. And that's my challenge to you this morning. Share that love of Jesus with someone in your family. When you go home today, when you go to work tomorrow, people are looking for that love. And you have the opportunity to make mama proud. And you have the opportunity to please the heart of God when you do it. So I encourage you every day, receive and reflect the love of God. And moms who are here this morning, what you're doing is so important. Before God, before your spouse, before your children, your friends, before everybody in this church, I just want to celebrate your courageous choice to be a mom. And we ask that God would reveal his love to you in a special way today and every day and that you would feel that love that comes from God. And we want to thank you. We want to thank you for revealing God's love, his comfort, and his protection and so much more to us. We have a better understanding of who God is because of the example you have given us. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for all the moms that are with us today. God, we thank you for your love for all of us. God, not that just general love, that, that, that love that you have for the whole world, but, but, but for that individual love that you have for each person.
Jesus, I pray that you would help us experience more of your love every day. And that we would be reminded of your command for us to reflect that love to other people. And we want to just thank you for that transformational love that you give into our lives. And God, we want to thank you for a mother's love that points us in the direction of a wonderful and caring God. Jesus, we love you. And we thank you for these blessings and many more. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen.